and welcome to Eventful, the podcast for meeting professionals. I'm your host, Lauren Edelstein with North Star Meetings Group. Eventful, the podcast, is our way of inviting you to join some of the interesting conversations we have with people in our business about topics that really should be on your radar. I look forward to hearing what you think, and please be sure to subscribe. As we dive into a new decade, it's a good time to stop and consider the value that events and the people who plan them provide, both in a direct revenue-generating sense and in a more big-picture way. To discuss the evolving role of meeting planners, we spoke with Sheriff Karamat, CEO and President of the Professional Convention Management Association. Here he discusses why financial returns are just a piece of the ROI that event organizers should be measuring, and how planners can be thinking about the work they do. Event organizers, for me, are very involved and are tasked with accountability and increasingly uh, realize that if the focus is not on the why of doing this, well, their organization could be and their function could, one, either be outsourced or two, uh, made irrelevant. I think the awareness level and the need to um, show the real value of what an event organizer is doing is as important now as ever. What are maybe some practical or actionable ways or steps that a planner could take to make that accountability more central to their event? Yeah, and and if you look at one of the studies that how event organizers are measuring outcomes today versus simply did we make the bottom line, and that is that the impact that the event is having on the people that they're trying to influence, the takeaways and the, what they're getting uh, from the event, did it inspire them? And are they engaging them? And, and are things transforming in the field, whatever field that they are in? Those are some of the things that they are tasked with today. And so this ROI today is being measured differently. It's not just about a financial outcome on something. It certainly is a very, very uh, much more in-depth today than uh, just wondering if, did we make money on this conference? Were people fed or something to that effect, Mm -hmm. which which I suppose are basic things. Um, But it's what are they measuring today? Have we inspired people to take up the cause? Are, Are the outcomes of the event that were initially laid out So uh, event organizers today for me, and notice that I'm not using the term meeting planner. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm specifically focused on event organizers because I think planning is just one function of what an event organizer does. And it's an important function, but it's one function. And event organizers today, in order to to design an effective experience, first of all, has to be on level set and clear understanding of what the objectives and the outcomes of that meetings, meeting is or that event is um, before you can design that so you can engage and you can customize the experience so that people can get the maximum benefit out of that. An event organizer today is very in tune and must understand the objectives and, and maybe help create the objectives uh, so that they can actually then design the experience that will help deliver it. By way of example, uh, PCMA recently had its own convening leaders conference. Uh, Maybe you can discuss how you approach uh, event objectives for a gathering of that scale or or other PCMA events. A couple of things. And uh, regarding convening leaders specifically, this this platform has gotten so global, um, or it is our biggest convening leaders in the history, attracting more delegates from around the world than ever. 
but the the key um, things is about moving from ideas to action mm-hmm. and really laying out the framework of how business events can be the platform for economic and social transformation. What we need to do is move from uh, what I say, working hard to doing the hard work. And this notion that that Simon Sinek uh, kicks off convening leaders with mm-hmm. uh, talks about the infinite game and really talking about why we do what we do, not necessarily focusing on what just what we do. PCMA, through all the events and the different sessions at convening leaders, see everything from just being personally developed to um, how you activate the brand to really put ideas into action at the Leadership Summit, for example, how we're bringing disparate people together that are leaders from around the world that can solve problems and have real takeaways so they can implement it in their own organization, in their own communities, in their own cities. The idea is that we need to move beyond being very good at organizing events to really being good at demonstrating outcomes from events that are good for the community that those events are staged in, but are good for society in general and transform society for the betterment of of people and to advance economically, but also advance people socially. Really, you're going to see just much more practical application and more immersive applications throughout the year, starting with convening leaders and and leading into what we do in Montreal at the mid-year meeting what we will be doing at, at the APAC conference and also in the European conference. Will be, you will be seeing a lot of practical, immersive application from concept to actual doing. It's very easy to be caught up into the organization and the euphoria of organizing an event because it is a lot of work. And certainly logistics and flawless execution is critical to a brand. So definitely uh, that's one facet of it. But to, today, event organizers are responsible and accountable for building not just revenue streams, but they're accountable for uh, making sure that they're building their brands, maybe building a sales pipeline, but also the outcomes. So whether it's um, whether it's something like aid and looking at the outcomes that are the objectives of that event, or it's something like hematology, whatever the field is, the outcome is critical. The purpose of the event is critical. Otherwise, there's no, there will be no reason to exist if it's just to have an event. So it's not just about the bottom line outcomes of events, but more big picture impacts as well. So in 2020, uh, sustainability is one of those big picture areas where it seems meetings can really play a role. Uh, how, how can we as an industry point to the positive outcomes of face-to-face events for issues as big as, say, uh, reducing carbon emissions? Well, I, I think that with anything, uh, the event industry can play a critical role in sustainability and, and not just on sustainability at their events, but really how society in, in broader can be actually much more sustainable, much more renewable. And this happens when we come together. When we come together, we can be doing things today. I mean, it, it doesn't matter if you agree or disagree with climate change. And I, I guess no one needs to get into those arguments for me is that how are you building a society that's sustainable when you start bringing people together that are designing events that will bring together different ideas and different uh, to design car that for example can go a thousand kilometers or a thousand miles with one liter 
of, of gasoline or just works differently that maybe requires no um, fossil fuel, you're starting to make really profound and different changes. So uh, event industry as itself and the things that it uses, of course, is evolving and becoming a lot more environmentally friendly. But the bigger win is about when you come together and you start changing things that have actually profound impact on uh, the way business is being done and business models uh, are being changed to have this, this sort of much more transformational impact on things like the environment or other areas of society that we feel that we need to advance in. Are there other areas where particularly issues that are on the minds of business leaders in 2020 where we can really say this is the value of events, this is the the benefits that face-to-face meetings are going to deliver? Uh, are there other points that are you know particularly prevalent now that it makes it a great time for, for events? There's so many, it's hard to even pinpoint one, but I just want to talk about just uh, what happened? I mean, like PCMA has used the example of AIDS research or fintech mm-hmm. in Singapore. But you, if you think of the advancement of AIDS and coming together and and coming together as a world and as a healthcare profession, but it required much more than that. It required data. It required healthcare professionals and practitioners. It required citizens. It, it required government leaders, it required venture capitalists and startup companies all coming together. I mean, today, when you think of a disease that was actually a death sentence just not too long ago to actually a treatable illness today, it just to me is amazing. And this is what business events does. So if you think of any sector that business events is being used to transform and, and to to learn and grow and, and make society so much better for, for citizens. So to just pinpoint, there's so many because it's our industry is a meta industry for all industries. So in every corner of the planet, we are tackling something that is that is good for our future and that is going to improve the quality of life economically and socially for people. Immersion in general seems like one of the real advantages of an event and something that we're hearing more about, the the sort of immersive education or interactive education, not just the speaker at the front classroom style. Are you seeing more uh, dynamic in the education or any other trends you're seeing as far as how a, you know, itinerary is set out? I, I think that first and foremost, I have moved away from calling the work anyone an attendee. Mm. They might be attending, but they're participants today. And the idea of any one expert standing in front of a room speaking to anybody is just not, not possible when you've got hundreds or thousands of people in a room. Clearly, the collective brain power is greater than one person. The ability to engage people and to learn from each other is very, very important. And these settings are so critical. But being in just in a convention center in a hotel is not enough. Being immersed, for example, in in different settings where you're actually closer to the issue, where the research is being done or where technological advancement is being made, or, for example, being in actually in a kitchen, if you were experimenting on different recipes and so forth, you can see how you, by being immersed and being in the real setting, will really just not just inspire, but help facilitate the learning process and the actual uh, stickiness of being immersed in what you're doing. So I foresee that events will continually 
evolve into a much more immersive experience as we go forward. And and that would obviously have uh, some additional planning elements and um, additional thinking, but that you will see much more immersion into the community than just maybe in our traditional facilities. Is there any other trends that you are really keeping your eye on uh, looking ahead at the, the, the year ahead? Well, well I, think that, uh, I think that Thomas Friedman spoke about something and where he said that there were three climate changes. And I think that those three climate changes are environmental, which is one that we talked about a lot on this podcast. The second, of course, is globalization. And the third is technological. What is interesting for me is the impact that those climate changes, as he calls them, have on, for example, the future of work and workforce and the skills that are required and how we work. And then secondly, communities and community building. And and there's a lot of other impacts. But for me, I am paying a lot of attention on those two. and, And I believe that business events can play a very vital role in helping uh, along those fronts. And uh, certainly over the coming year or two, I'll be paying a lot more attention to how we can use the business and events platform to, to help with that transformation, to help us achieve those new way of working that are giving workers dignity and are able um, to have meaningful and rewarding careers. And, and of course, helping us with our evolution socially. Well, those are some great big picture points for event organizers to keep in mind for the year ahead. Uh, I think we're just about out of time. So thanks so much for joining us, Sheriff. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to rate and review us and check back for new episodes soon.